0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scream Stream, where every week I scour the web to separate the best from the worst of digital horror so you don't have to. I'm James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is pick a horror film from one of the various streaming services, give it a spoiler free review, and let you know if it's worth watching. There's a lot of horror films out there, so my goal is to make sure you're spending your time watching the good ones. And sometimes I'll also cover comic books, and video games as well that exist within the horror genre. If you'd like to keep up with me outside the podcast, you can do so at ScreamPod.com, where you can find links to all of my social profiles, subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcatcher, and get the show notes for each episode. You can also drop me a line with comments and suggestions to ScreamStreamCast at gmail.com. ScreamStream is listener-supported, and you can support the podcast a few different ways, first being through Patreon over at patreon.com slash screamstream. Donate as little or as much as you like, but if you give at least a dollar or more a month, you'll get the original ScreamStream podcast that ran from 2014 to 2015 a week early, so I put those up every Saturday for patrons, and then a week later they'll be available to the public. You'll also get the the behind-the-scenes podcast when the screaming stops, and you'll receive a private RSS feed that you can add to any podcast app, and from there, you can get all of my content in one place. You can also go over to ScreamPod.com and click the Amazon link over in the right-hand side, and I'll get a small kickback from whatever you buy on Amazon. I do not know who buys what, but I do see what what folks buy, and that's kind of interesting. And then finally, the easiest way to support ScreamStream is to share the podcast with the horror fanatics in your life and help grow the ScreamStream community. Share it on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, or wherever you do most of your social media. Share ScreamPod.com in as many places as you can. So we are just coming off of Thanksgiving, and I know I was supposed to do a Thanksgiving episode, and I didn't get around to doing that. I apologize. I apologize. Uh we had a lot of stuff going on here around the house. Uh Friday I did brew some beer which was fun, but I did not get to do my Thanksgiving Day special episode, but I did watch Blood Rage and I watched uh, Raw and I have to say Blood Rage, you know, was a slasher film from the 80s uh which takes place on Thanksgiving. It was not a great movie. But it was fun to watch, I guess. It's one of those where you're not missing a whole lot. But it is kind of fun to watch. But don't expect anything great. Raw, on the other hand, was a visceral, coming-of-age, quote-unquote, horror film uh, about this girl. She's a vegetarian, has always been raised a vegetarian. And then she goes to veterinary school, veterinarian school. And she's forced to eat like a piece of meat or something. It's like a rabbit's liver or some, something like that. And then she just starts to crave meat. It was a really interesting film. It's French film. I would highly recommend you check that out. But be warned, there are a few scenes in there that are kind of hard to watch. They're extremely cringeworthy. Uh, but I did make it through it. And I do recommend that film. So now that Thanksgiving's over, Christmas is on its way. We're heading into the month of December and in the, I think like the first week of December, I should be in iHeartRadio. I've kind of finally hit past that like two month limit mark or whatever that I had to be on Libsyn. Uh, But anyway, I should be in iHeartRadio in December. I am right now on Spotify. We've finally gotten to Spotify, so if you use that that app I don't know anybody who, who uses Spotify for podcasts, but if you do, Scream Stream is now in there so you can listen to the show through Spotify. Uh, and as for films in December, I'm going to continue with my sort of subgenre schedule. So for this week it's creature features. Next week it's going to be occult and religious horror. But every, every week in December, I will feature a Christmas-themed horror film along with uh, the regular film. I don't know what I'm going to feature next week. We'll have to see what it goes or see how it goes. But as for next week's review, I will be reviewing The Witch, which is available on Amazon Prime. So look out for that because there are a lot of great Christmas Christmas-themed horror films. I do want to kind of at least touch on as many as I can that I have seen uh, and that ones that I do enjoy and, and would recommend to you. So, there you go. So, without further ado, let's get on to this week's film, which is Castle Freak from Full Moon Pictures. And, you know, back in the day, this film. Oh. So, this week's film is Castle Freak from 1995. And this was produced by Full Moon Pictures. And back in the day, Full Moon did a lot of great horror films. They did films like Subspecies, Puppet Master, Dollman, Demonic Toys, Demonic Toys vs. Dollman. Uh, They did a lot of decent films. And then somehow they just went right downhill. Uh, Now they do like the worst horror films. And I think most of it's like softcore porn they do have like their own streaming channel. I went to browse on it because you can get it through Amazon or Roku, whatever, but you can see what they offer. And that's what the, mo- that's what the majority of, of the films that they put out. It's all garbage horror or soft core porn. And it's really disappointing. I wish full moon would go back to what it used to be. Uh, but anyway, for castle freak, this one has a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. It was written and directed by Stuart Gordon, and loosely based off the story The Outsider by H.P. Lovecraft. Now, this stars Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton, Jonathan Fuller, Jessica Dollarhyde, uh, and a few others. For a brief story overview, uh, a troubled couple and their blind daughter come to Italy to visit a 12th century castle that they've inherited. Uh, Soon, they are plagued by unexplained noises, mysteriously broken objects, and the daughter's claims of an unknown nocturnal visitor in her bedroom. When the housekeeper and local prostitute are discovered savagely murdered in the castle dungeon, John, the father, must unlock the secret to save himself and his family. So, right off the bat, story was actually pretty good, and there were some really interesting twists within there and uh, the the overall plot sort of circles around him and his family. Uh, I guess they had a son and he was in a car accident and got killed. That's not really a big spoiler, so don't worry. Uh, and it sort of put a wedge between him and his wife. And uh, now the daughter's kind of caught in the middle. So they're already kind of like on on thin ice here. And then once they get to the castle, all this weird stuff starts to happen, and it further drives that wedge between them, and he just needs to get his family back together amidst all this crazy stuff happening. So the story was actually pretty interesting. I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't the greatest thing ever, but it was an entertaining story. Uh, And as far as acting, uh, now Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton have been in several of Stuart Gordon's films. Jeffrey Combs or Jeffrey and Barbara were both in Reanimator, which he also uh wrote and direct. I think he wrote that one. I know he directed it, but I don't know if he wrote that one. Yes, he did write the screenplay for that. Also based on uh, the HP Lovecraft story. And I know Jeffrey Combs was also in From Beyond, which was another of Stuart Gordon's films. So, Stuart Gordon does like to use Jeffrey Combs, and I can appreciate that because Jeffrey Combs is a pretty good actor uh, as well as Barbara Crampton. Both of these people are big horror icons uh, barbara crampton is is a scream sh- scream queen uh, she's been in a lot of horror films as a matter of fact, I think like the majority of of her filmography is horror, uh, and she's a really great actress. Jeffrey Combs is really good. I've always enjoyed every time I've seen him in a film. I've enjoyed his acting. Uh, the The young lady who plays their daughter Jessica Dollarhide, I thought she did a really good job, especially playing a, uh, a a blind a blind girl. She pulled it off really well. She made the character believable and, and not just, you know, a lot of times when you have an actor who plays a character with some sort of disability. They become sort of their acting is unbalanced. It's either too much focused on the disability or too much focused on something else. Uh, I think she pulled this off pretty well. She played the blindness along with this teenager who just wants. Her, she just wants to be normal. I think the balance that she pulled together through this character was really interestingly done. So the acting was really good. I thought the cinematography was good. The direction was really good. All the lighting, lighting was really cool. A lot of the film didn't play, take place in the dark. A lot of it was was like during the daytime, which I thought was interesting. That you don't see that in, in horror a whole lot. But a lot of it was taken to or took place during the daytime, so there wasn't like a whole lot of grainy footage. Shots look great. Set design was really cool. You had like this, I mean, this castle is huge. And it's not like a a typical sort of English castle you think of. It was just like, it's hard to explain what it was like. But the set design, anyway, the set design was was really nice. I thought the film was actually overall really good. Uh, As a horror fan, the majority of what we watch we love. Because it's horror. And we love horror. So when I like rate these films it's mostly nitpicky stuff like there were some of the actors in here just had goofy lines and a little bit of it was was laughable but overall it was a good film i think a 5.9 is maybe okay i'd give it like a Uh, 6.5 it's totally worth watching and this is one of those classic films in full moon's catalog that you just have to watch uh, along with like Subspecies or Puppet Master. I've got like the whole Puppet Master collection on DVD. And even like all the all the sequels, all the, the, the goofy sequels, they're still fun to watch and I, I, I still love them. Uh, but yeah, with this film here, give it a chance. It's on Shudder. I don't know, I don't think it's on Amazon Prime, uh, but it is on Shudder to stream. And I do recommend that you go and check it out. Uh, If you don't have Shudder, you can get like the seven-day free trial and watch the film. Uh, If you're curious about Shudder and you don't want to sign up for like a a free trial or anything, if you go to Shudder.com, you can still look through their entire catalog to see what they have. Uh, And I would recommend that you do that because I love the service. Uh, Netflix, their horror selection is starting to get kind of sparse. It's, it's, it's really disappointing as of late. So I would recommend checking out shutter. Uh, I, I love the service and it's only f- it's like five bucks a month. Uh, so there you go. There's my review of castle freak. I really enjoyed the film and I think you will too. If you just go and check that out. So normally I would do news and to be honest, there wasn't a whole lot of happening. There wasn't a whole lot of happening. There wasn't a whole lot happening in the world of news except for ash and the army of darkness comic book is now going to do a crossover with kiss uh, that's kind of cool i guess if you know if you're in the comics like i am and i have been reading ash ash in the uh, ash in the army of darkness really good comic book series uh, i guess it's kind of cool uh, and if you're interested in kiss and you're interested in ash and the evil dead go check that out uh, the, the first issue should be coming out next month. I think, I think it comes out in December, uh, but yeah, check that out. I, I will probably be reading that series. Uh, if you have not checked out, uh, Ash in the army of darkness from dynamite comic books, I do recommend it. It's a really good series and I'll probably do like a full review maybe next month sometime. Cause there are a couple of other horror comic books that I've been into that I do want to talk about. So, um, that's really all I have for news, just not a whole lot of stuff happening. Uh, as for new to stream, on Netflix we have Piranha, and this was the remake from 2010, and that's it. That's that's all there is on Netflix. See what I mean? It's, it's getting pretty bad. As for Shudder, there are a couple new things on Shudder. The Core has a new episode. And if you haven't watched The Core, it's, it's basically, it's kind of like a variety, I don't want to say a variety show. How would I describe this? It's a show about filmmaking in the horror genre. So the host, Mickey Keating, Mickey Keating, has guests on and they talk about special effects and how to do visual effects and different things like that. It's a really cool show. It's worth checking out. Each episode is only like 30 minutes long. So I do recommend that. Uh, they have a couple of episodes out. I think I mentioned this last week, Tales of the Unexpected. I started watching this. Uh, it's actually a really cool series, and I will probably be watching more of that. Uh, and then finally, uh, Sam Was Here is a new film on Shudder, and this seems to be like a sci-fi horror film. Just for a, a, a brief synopsis here, California Mojave Desert, 1998, A Stranger A strange glow appears in the sky. Door-to-door salesman Sam travels through the few inhabited zones of the Californian desert in search of clients, yet everything seems deserted. His wife won't answer his calls. It's as if everyone were were avoiding him. When his car breaks down, Sam becomes a prisoner of the empty, hostile environment. Alone, Sam starts getting psychologically harassed by the strange threats he receives on his pager. Gradually, people begin to reappear and attempt to kill him. Sam has become a target, and little by little, he's losing it. Uh, this is a Shutter exclusive, and I will probably be watching this film because um, it, it just looks really interesting. Uh, as for new releases, I do not have a list of new horror releases for this week. I do know that Get Out is now available on uh, HBO Now, so if you do subscribe to HBO, I do. Uh, I would recommend go watch Get Out if you didn't get to see it in the theaters. This film is amazing. Uh, Also, Split is now on HBO. Uh, We watched The Purge Election Year, which is on HBO now, uh, and The Strangers, which was also a really good film. Uh, I do have to say, you know, I never actually watched the first Purge film, but I have seen the other two because my wife loves them, and she actually made me watch Purge Anarchy. I kind of liked it. It wasn't that bad. And then I watched Purge Election Year. I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I need to watch the first one. So hopefully I will get to see that real soon. I did buy a couple. or I bought one Blu-ray this week. I bought Krampus, which is streaming on HBO now. And I liked it so much. I, I bought it because Amazon had it on sale for $5.99 on the Blu-ray. So I did buy that. Uh, Shout Factory has some really cool Blu-rays coming up uh, that I do want to get my hands on. So maybe I'll I'll get some of those and review them. Uh, But that's really it for new releases. There's not a whole lot happening this week, I guess, because it's Thanksgiving and people are on vacation. And so is the film industry. So this might actually be a short episode. I apologize. So for next week's film, uh, next week is going to be uh, Occult and Religious Horror. And I'm going to do something a little different. A controversial film, as far as whether it's good or bad, controversy involved with that is The Witch. Now, I started watching this on Amazon Prime and I didn't get to finish it, but I really want to. So, next week I am going to be reviewing The Witch. And this is the one that came out in 2000. Yeah, it came out last year. But it is available on Amazon Prime, and for I think I got not even halfway through it, uh, and I just I stopped watching it for whatever reason. I don't quite remember why, but I do want to go back and watch this, and I will be reviewing it next week. And this is one of those films that people either like it or hate it, and they call it post-horror, which I don't really fully understand. I'm going to do some research on that term. Forgot where where it came from, what what the hell does that mean, and kind of explain it to you next week. I kind of want to talk about post-horror because it's apparently a thing now. So we'll talk about The Witch and we'll talk about post-horror coming up next week. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Scream Stream. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to the podcast. Uh, I know, you know, a lot of horror podcasts have other people it's it's a panel discussion and scream stream is just me talking to you and thankfully you find it entertaining because you keep coming back every week and i do greatly appreciate that you have no idea so i just want to thank you as i do every week thank you for listening to the show i do want to remind you that scream stream is listener supported i can't do the show without you you can sh- support the show Again, over at patreon.com slash screamstream. Uh, if you sign up for at least a dollar a month, you'll get a lot of extra content. Uh, and then also you can head over to screampod.com, click on my little Amazon banner on the right hand side. And anything you buy from Amazon, I get a little kickback from it. And it's it, it does help me out a little bit. And then finally, share the show with all of your friends and your family. Share it on social media, share it wherever you tweet and, and do Reddit and all that good stuff. Just share the share out the show. Help me build the audience uh, and help let's help build the Scream Stream family. If you have a movie you'd like me to review, send me your suggestion to screamstreamcast at gmail.com or head over head over to screampod.com slash contact and just fill out the little form there. Remember to subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts stitcher pocket cast TuneIn in radio now in spotify and next month will be in iheart radio music used for scream stream was created by kevin mcleod at incompetech.com and until next week i'm james gas saying if it was real the cameraman would be dead too good night